0: Hello, darling, this is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and you're listening to the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast. What? Weaving in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast a horror podcast that still only runs when being chased. My name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we're continuing our celebration of all things Halloween as we put together and program a fictional 24-hour Halloween horror marathon. But before we get into that, let me remind you, we are part of the Boom Howdy podcast network. Boom Howdy. You can find all of our episodes at BoomHowdy.com, or the easiest way to listen in is to simply search for Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes or SoundCloud app, hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it'll download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your marathon hole. And if you are on these social media, as all the cool kids are, you can find us on Twitter at Nightmare Junk, and on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. And... This particular episode is releasing on October 19th which means now it's time for Nerdoween Nerdoween, Nerdoween, now it's time for Nerdoween, sleazy sci-fi.
1: That's right kids, tonight bring your costumes and your masks and make sure to stick around for the costume contest and
0: three mystery sci-fi movies. That's right kids it's time, it's time and dare we give you the Atkins diet, don't stop it please, Uh, this has been building up for ah! quite a while.
1: <laughs> this is going to be grand tonight.
0: This is going to be our fourth Nerdoween horror movie marathon at mm-hmm. Screenland Tapcade. And thank you, Adam, Justin, everyone involved at Tapcade Screenland, for giving us this opportunity. Yes. To continue to, con- to yep. give us this opportunity. This is, it's so much fun. It's something I look forward to every single year. Absolutely. This is going to be a fucking blast, and I'm so excited. I am as well. So, again, if you are in the Kansas City area or in the Midwest in general, we've been talking about it a lot. If by any chance, if you happen to drive longer than maybe 30 minutes, we're going to give you something. Because oh, yeah. that's how much we appreciate everyone out there. Oh, yeah. Now, if you go back to last year's episode around this time of the year, uh, we decided, and we our episode was devoted to programming a fictional 24-hour horror movie marathon. Because mm-hmm. ours are merely just three movies. <laughs> right.
1: I, a quarter of the, the <laughs> what there would be.
0: Which is why we put that out as an episode. Uh, but we had a really fun time doing it Mm -hmm. because it's just it's almost like a fun homework assignment when you're kind of putting something like that together Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of work that goes into it
1: it's that one for extra credit because you're like i'm gonna do good on this one you know (laughs) you gotta throw an extra that's
0: where the trailers came from (laughs) and we knew and we had so much fun we said you know every year we do nerdaween then we're going to devote an episode on that day to programming another 24 hour horror movie marathon Mm -hmm. and we knew if we were going to do it a second time much like a good sequel you know you got to go bigger and better Yup. You know, if we had a gallon of blood in our first one, well, man, we're going to need
1: four gallons in this one.
0: (laughs) Yes, we are. And so there is only, you know, much like with Anya with, um, you know, if there's only one person you're going to talk to Halloween, the curse of Michael Myers, it's Anya Novak. If there's one person you're going to talk to, programming and putting together, you know, a horror movie marathon, a genre movie marathon. There is only one particular person and we're lucky enough to talk with him. Uh you can read our next guest work over at Fthismovie.net, uh as well as Daily Dead and Bloody Disgusting. And you can also hear him as the host of the F This Movie podcast and a co-host of the Corpse Club podcast. Uh, he's one of our favorites. Welcome back to Nightmare Junkhead, Patrick Bromley.
2: Hey, guys, I am uh, four oh. gallons of blood in human form. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, it, that's, we could go existential here and just say, aren't we all like
2: right? blood, blood bags, blood in a
0: meat bag. So are the days of our lives.
2: <laughs> uh, I just want to compliment you guys on that amazing Tommy Lee Wallace impression.
0: <laughs> that's all genius. It's the <laughs> sultry. It was,
2: it was spot on. <laughs> Thank you.
0: He, he is the man of, I think, a dozen voices, maybe a dozen and one. <laughs>
1: And they oh. all sound like Buck Flowers at times,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> it is just a slight deviation. Uh, so before we get running and marathoning here, uh, please tell our listeners where can they find you out on the social media. Please plug and promote away.
2: Oh sure, uh, yeah, we're on Twitter at F This Movie. Um. My Twitter handle is just my name, Patrick Bromley, and uh, there's stuff every day over at FThisMovie.com. Uh, we're in the middle of our scary movie month, so we're putting up a bunch of extra content and bonus podcasts and stuff. So it's it's been fun and exhausting.
0: I, that's, and that's, thank you for taking the time to do this, because yeah. I, I almost kind of want to joke that you might be the busiest man in the month of October <laughs> when it comes to the podcasting, putting out content. But let me just say you this, as someone that consumes this content... Thank you. Like, it's really appreciated.
2: Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I think all of us, you know, horror fans, especially who are producing things, uh, October is just insane for like, we're so excited, but <laughs> we all like, overexert ourselves <laughs> because we want to do so much and like celebrate until we pass out. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I think also the problem I'm finding is just I'm starting to get a little bit older. And every year I want to do this, this and this. But mm-hmm. then I just do that. It just... <laughs> but i do
2: that actually wanna... uh, that actually will come up uh, on this episode because i used to attend 24-hour marathons and now i just uh write fictional ones
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you about that because um not necessarily but we talked about when we did our last episode just attending some of these you okay so you've said you've attended a 24-hour one what was that like um and do you remember the lineup
2: uh, oh gosh, I went to uh, I went to a few. Um, the Music Box Theater here in Chicago used to do this thing called the Music Box Massacre. It still happens. It's actually split off, and now there are two competing twenty-four hour marathons here. Oh I God. go to neither of them now <laughs> uh, because I'm because I'm old. Um, so yeah, it would be twenty-four hours. They would usually start with a silent film uh, with like live organ accompaniment. They would bring in guests. Um, and so the first one I went to was maybe a year or two after we had started the podcast. Because prior to that, I was going, but I would stay for maybe half. You know, at around midnight or so, I would be like, "All right, I'm done," and I would go. Uh, but when we started the podcast, I thought, "Well, we could do an episode on this, but it's only interesting if I stay the whole time <laughs> and describe that experience." So then, for the next three or four years, that's what I was doing, just for the sake of doing an episode on it. Um, And then it just got to a point where I I could not do it anymore.
0: Even reading sometimes a 24-hour horror movie marathon, just an article can exhaust me. So... I can, my hat's off to you going through that. Um, Were there any, when putting that together, was there anything that stood out to you, especially for something like a 24 hour horror movie? Were they doing anything to kind of inject the audience with energy? Um, You know, anything in between?
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, they used to pass out a monster energy drink at a certain point. It was like a sponsor, and they would just put uh, vats of it in the lobby. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
3: A lot pools. of times it was,
2: like, warm, though. And, you know, at 3 in the morning, you don't really want warm monster energy drink. Um, I mean, there was kind of a formula, but not really. Like, usually, you know, around 7 or 8 would be kind of a, a big title because a guest would be there. Um, overnight, things always got kind of weird. And so now when I whenever I write these, you know, marathons, I have this rule that like 2 a.m. always belongs to Italian horror or the closest thing you can get. And that <laughs> comes straight from these marathons because it's like, oh, it's 2 a.m. Let's put on Fulci and uh, <laughs> blow your minds. So, and then they would usually end with something big as well, sort of, uh, you know, a carrot dangling at the end of the thing. But yeah, this was, you know, the first one I stayed the full 24 hours for, that was sort of my rediscovery of. Uh, the Funhouse. it played at like 3am and it was like a brand new gorgeous 35 millimeter print and I was like wait a second it turns out I love this movie and ever <laughs> since it's been like one of my favorite horror movies so um that's cool it's it's super interesting to watch movies that way because you know the way that they sort of interact with each other there are some movies uh one year they showed Halloween 2 and I think i so just tired that i decided i didn't really like it felt too slow i was like i'm not in halloween 2 this movie's boring and actually i really like halloween 2 i just was not in the mood to see it at eight in the morning after having been awake for 24 hours so um it's a it's a weird experience but uh kind of cool like i'm glad i've done it but i'm i'm too old for it now
1: (laughs) yeah I mean, I I would just be like, just like
0: halfway through, <laughs> and I think that's just that you have to pick your spots. Yeah, but ultimately, with a lot of those, I would assume they probably don't reveal the lineup until they screen. Did, did that? Did they do that with the twenty-four hour one? Do you remember?
2: Yeah, we always knew the the lineup.
0: Okay, huh. okay, that would make sense then. Just so I you think could. I could
2: handle it if they didn't. I don't. I don't. Know. I couldn't I would be too anxious if I didn't know what the next movie was gonna be. It would stress me out. Oh
0: that yeah, that's true. That's Especially true.
2: Especially if it's a movie like, oh man, this movie's bullshit and I gotta wait two more hours <laughs> yeah, exactly, before right.
0: <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure you would you know you'll occasionally run into those people like that. So at this point though, something you know, on if you obviously if you listen to F this movie, the podcast, you know, you know, you'd put on these like pretty epic uh, movie, horror movie marathons now. And what I love is the fact that And I do the same thing. In fact, this is going to be the first year I'm not putting on kind of an organized one at my house. It's going to be very kind of uh, sporadic if I do. Uh, But like, you know, the trailers, uh, the the pre-show, the intermission, just making sure you have content for everything. Um, When did you start doing that?
2: Um, I mean, I've been doing sort of a marathon night probably since high school, like the Saturday close to Halloween. Um, The trailers, maybe the last... (sighs) 10 to 12 years like every year it gets a little bit bigger and more (laughs) ambitious Um, I did uh, when I turned 40 you know I'm not one to really celebrate and didn't want to have a party or anything and my wife was thinking like oh the only thing you would want to do is have a movie marathon so why don't we have some friends over and watch a couple movies I was like listen if we're going to do this like I'm only doing this if we're really fucking doing this so (laughs) we did a 24 hour marathon here um, and people kind of came and went, so I was never by myself, but that was my last 24-hour marathon, and I did, like, trailers before every single movie, so... um that was a lot of work.
0: <laughs> and it's honestly, though, and it's when we put together our like the pre-show and everything yeah. for our movie night here. You know, it's one of those things I you know, I don't think really anyone cares as much about them as I do when I put all for that sure. stuff into it. But yeah. it's the care and the craft.
1: You know what I'm it saying? Is, it,
0: it is. It, sometimes that's the that's
1: the uh punchline of the joke you know what I'm saying just like it's something about it
0: well it's funny and I don't know if you do this Patrick but sometimes you know based on the edit you know you'll weave a weird narrative in like a little 15 minute group of clips or things or you know repeated jokes in there but it's part of me it's I always do a lot of that stuff in terms of what would I like if I went to a marathon or if I sat in because again as an introvert I'm not the social one so I'm going to be the one staring at the screen as long as you're putting something up I'm happy
2: right Mm -hmm. Um, this is probably too long of a story, but <laughs> my uh, best friend, Doug, who's part of the site and part of the podcast, um, years ago, we discovered that a guy we had gone to high school with had recorded some songs and some music videos, and one is sort of horror-themed, where he's like singing about being a vampire, and it has these t- terrible like graphics behind him. The whole thing is weirdly embarrassing, and we're embarrassed for him, and yet we <laughs> love it, and so... The year uh, the year after I stopped going to the music box, we did a 24 hour marathon here, just me and Doug. And I programmed that music video. Uh, before every single movie,
3: so we, <laughs> we
2: watched it. I think thirteen times, and ever since it has been a staple of our scary movie night. Before every single movie, it plays. <laughs> so,
0: is it like the Simpsons rake gag? You know, it's
1: funny. Yeah, basically.
2: I mean, yeah, a...
0: it's now tradition.
1: It's you yeah. know, right? Yeah, if we it's didn't tra-
2: do it, people would get upset. Now, like they've come to expect it. Where's the vampire? Where's the
3: vampire? Exactly. exactly. <laughs>
0: That's spectacular. Well, that's actually the um <coughs> the pre-show we put together for the Nerdoween marathon as I always start was with this uh, YouTube recording I found and I'm going again I'm I'm 42 now so I've I've hit the 40 plateau as well. But back in the day in elementary school around Halloween we always played this film strip and it was set to um the Dance Macabre uh, by I think it was like Saint Sean or something I believe. And it was just like this um, Grim Reaper raising like all these skeletons and they're playing. And I found it on YouTube. So we always every year I start it, and it's like 10 minutes of just glorious, just Halloween nostalgia. And it's one of those things. Hopefully, people that are coming back, I hope, are like waiting for that or kind of. And that's Mm -hmm. the kind of the idea, I believe. And again, it's why my hat's off to you because people like me, we appreciate that. (laughs) Um, So that actually kind of will transition here to the Halloween horror movie marathon that we are putting on and again much like good good homework here what we're doing is we're focusing on the just the celebration of all things Halloween with the release of the new film technically coming out this weekend Mm -hmm. and which I'm very anxious now Patrick have you seen it yet?
2: I have not. I think I'm the last person in America I who know, has not seen it.
0: We're the Actually, no, I think we're now in a good company. We're the three yeah. people we're, here. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to put we us could on...
2: could be seeing it right now, but instead... we're, we're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: Again, we have content, damn it. <laughs> as long as we have something on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but we're basically celebrating all things Halloween, and we wanted, rather than just like, you know, what's your Halloween ranking on the films, we wanted to put together a horror movie marathon... Where all of the films in some way or another, whether it is very blatant and in your face or whether it is something that you'll have to justify through one, you know, means or another, but has something to do with Halloween. So we've got 12 films and then to add to it, we've got trailers that will precede each film. We've got two trailers and um, recently on the uh, the recent, uh, most recent Shockwaves podcast, they put together something similar to this and they started everything at 7 p.m. Now I know Patrick, yours usually start a little bit earlier, do they not?
2: I'm a big believer in starting at noon because again, I want the exhausted the the most exhausted period should be that sort of midnight to five a m. slot, which is where you show all the weird shit. Um, and it, for these, I mean, it's totally fine, but like you're still pretty fresh at, you know, two a m, three a m. because you started at seven, you're kind of delirious the following afternoon and evening and it's not quite the same but either way I'm, I'm into it <laughs> right, it works
0: again just you know trying to stay consistent here
2: that's right alright so uh, what
0: we're gonna go ahead and do is we of course are gonna let our guests go first and ultimately what we're gonna have you do is just basically go through your entire lineup you know obviously we'll talk trailers we'll talk the films justifications mm-hmm. all that kind of good stuff so please Patrick what trailers are gonna open your Halloween horror movie marathon
2: well, okay, real quick before I start, because as you were introducing it, I thought, oh, shit, did I do this wrong? Um, when we say that they're theme to Halloween, we mean the holiday or the movie? I Either or.
0: That's the beauty. Okay. This is anything. Com- anything. I went anything. the holiday,
2: and oh, as you were a- talking, I was like, oh, no, did they mean the movie? Oh, Halloween? no, no, no. Oh, if
0: okay. you went the holiday,
2: that's fine, because honestly, yeah. we did too, yep. so. Okay, all right, good, good, good. <laughs> Some of my choices are incredibly obvious, and uh, I believe the kids say basic. All right, so we start <laughs> That's lit, at 7, yeah. and I feel like, uh, okay, we got a full theater full of people. They're pumped for this 24-hour marathon. You got to start off big, get the energy going. So everything I programmed for this first slot is just a total crowd pleaser. <laughs> so we open with the trailer for Creep Show. Yes. Into the trailer for Trick or Treat. Mm. Um, into the video for Michael Jackson's Thriller. I'm just fucking shameless <laughs> in this slot. Like, everything is just red meat for the audience. Um, and then I wanted to throw a short film in there, so I threw in um, the uh, the short film Just Take One, starring Adam Green and Joe Lynch, where they go trick or treating and debate whether or not they're supposed to take more than one candy from the honor bowl. Um, and then the feature in that slot is Tales of Halloween. Oh, a really great sort of crowd-pleasing mm-hmm. anthology that just oozes Halloween. I just feel like we could got to start things off with a with a bang.
0: Okay, I'm in the theater right now. I've got a just a shit-eating grin, yep. especially mm-hmm. anything that gets to do the, the little Aeroscope, the little Halloween shorts, which hopefully is going to be released here pretty quickly uh, here in the next few weeks. Uh, oh, my God. We were lucky enough to see Tales of Halloween, not only in the theater, but then one of the writers of the segment was in the theater as well, and we just happened to strike yeah. up a conversation, and now he's Clint's one of our buddies.
1: Yeah, it, it, you were spot
2: on with Tales from Halloween. That is a grand movie. That is a fun one. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, it opened a festival that I was at a couple of years ago, and Mike Mendez and Axel and a bunch of people were there. Actually, Paul Solit was there, and so I. Went up to him and I was like hey wouldn't it be cool If leading up to the movie I did an interview with Every single one of you and then Every day a new one runs and they're like Yeah sure that's fine um, That was a mistake like that's That was too much work that was <laughs> Trying to track everyone down And put the interviews together it was a Fucking well whatever it was cool it was fun. You know what? That's, um,
0: that's what that movie does to you though it Energizes you and it inspires you
2: Yeah for sure no I, I'm, a, I'm a Big big fan of that movie Um all right, so then we take uh, John Cusack's advice from High Fidelity and we say, okay, well, now we can back off a little bit. So I, we go uh, the trailer for Ghost Story from 1980.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The trailer for Hellions. Have you guys seen Hellions?
0: I think I remember the VHS cover, but it's, I don't think I saw name? the movie. No, it wouldn't be a VHS. It's was only it? a couple of years old. Oh, was uh, it that
2: French one about the killer kids? Um, kind of, but it's not French. It's Canadian. I can't remember the guy's name. It's the guy that did – oh, my gosh. I Literally everything is blanking right now. They're in the Pool. Okay, the guy who did Pontypool. Okay. Made this movie Halleans, and it has a lot of cool Halloween atmosphere, and there's, like, weird little trick-or-treating kids. It's, Br-
0: Bruce it, McDonald.
2: Bruce McDonald, thank you. Um, it came out a couple of years ago. I didn't feel like programming the entire movie, so I was like, well, we'll do the trailer. And then – the lights are going to shut off in the theater and everyone's going to be in total darkness and over the speakers, we're going to play Bing Crosby's did you see a dream walking? And then most of the audience oh. will know what the next movie is uh, because then we're going to go right into lady in, in white. white with Mona.
3: Yeah, live, like with
2: with Mona. Mona. <laughs> um, so a very different kind of vibe from Tales of Halloween. Still yeah. Halloween. Yeah, it themed, is. but much more kind of like of a slower, gentler, spookier vibe. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that the one
1: with um, Lucas Haas? Yes, and it's a PG thirteen, and it's about it's a good it's a proper scary ghost story. But like, yeah, it was on all the time on Showtime,
2: and I was debating like, oh, because every year now when we do these. Uh, nights here we open with like kind of a kids movie so that they can take my kids can take part and i thought well maybe lady and white and then i remembered like so much of it is just child murder and maybe <laughs> oh yeah maybe i don't want to introduce them to that uh they, they could know.
0: they could read it subliminally that's definitely you don't want that to happen there
2: right, exactly and i have to explain myself um all right so lady and white And everyone is appreciative that they survived their childhood, and then I want to kind of go big again. So we get the trailer for A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Dream Master, Friday the 13th, Part 4, the final chapter, Scream 4, and Victor Crowley. And by now, Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. most of the audience has probably figured out (laughs) what's coming up, and uh, that would be Halloween 4. The Return of Michael Myers, directed by Dwight H. Little. You my boy. Uh, <laughs> DHL is my boy. So I wanted to just put a, an actual proper Halloween movie in here, but I didn't want to go with the first one. I'm a big, big fan of Halloween 4, a movie that I feel like maybe doesn't get as much love as I would like it to. And so I thought by putting it here, uh, the crowd is pumped. They're having fun. I think it will play, and people will realize they like it more than they thought they did when they watched it, you know, seven times on AMC last Halloween.
1: <laughs> You're 100% right. That movie needs to get more love than it is. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, we actually, this weekend, we um, were at a film fest, and Kathleen Kenmont was there. And nice. uh, Justin Beam did a Q&A with her, and it was just actually thinking about doing a commentary this month for Halloween for, for that very reason, just because yeah. it really deserves a bigger audience. And you want to talk mm-hmm. about just that intro, setting yep. that Halloween tone and feel. Oh, you, you get, and what's funny is when you were describing that, I started doing the little slashing mm-hmm. motion, like, ah, oh, here it comes, here it comes. <laughs> Although I was ready for a swerve, maybe, on maybe a, maybe a Texas Chainsaw New Beginning, potentially, or something like that. <laughs> no,
2: I, I, I want the audience to stay. <laughs>
3: I'm hoping... I'm <laughs> just
2: kidding. That movie has fans. I know. Oh, it I'm does. just not really one of them. <laughs> but I he... didn't even put the trailer. You'll notice.
0: Know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I'm at three films in. I'm having a ball at this point.
2: All right, good. Uh, I hope I don't fuck it up. Um, <laughs> all right. So it's 1 a.m. Things need to get a little weirder. Um, so I'm going to show uh, the trailer for the. WNUF Halloween special, and then I'm going to put together kind of a a YouTube supercut of like a bunch of different uh, horror host openings, you know, from all the different like creature feature theaters uh, from the 70s and 80s, then the trailer for uh, a recent kind of 80s throwback called Skeletons in the Closet. And then, just to put people in the 80s mindset, the uh, Rockwell video for somebody's watching me. Because that's creepy as fuck. Um, and then I'm going to show The Barn. Holy I, shit. Okay. okay. All right. Nice. 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 Now, I don't totally love The Barn. But I think it's a movie that would play well in this slot. Mm-hmm. And I think it's got enough, you know, kind of, of a Halloween vibe. I like the the kind of 80s aesthetic of it. Um, I don't think the movie totally succeeds, but I think that's okay. I think this is a slot where you can cut it a little bit of slack.
1: Cause it's fun. It's fun. It's I, yeah. I, I, I like it. Like you said, it's it's not the like you know oh shit this is the next big thing in horror you know but it's definitely right. like it's it's it, it's a good fun movie and it's got some really I like the character designs. The the, the monsters are good. They're, Very cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'll even bonus thing for me was in the background they actually played a snippet of a song from the Bad Channels uh, soundtrack, and it was Mr. Cool by Psychotic Symphony. And we saw this at Panic Fest and I had to literally, I left the theater because I was so excited based on that little snippet of a sound. I didn't want to ruin anyone's like, but I was like, oh my God, that was Psychotic Symphony. And I had to come back, like, sorry about that. I was just <laughs> this. Yeah, this one was a lot of fun, actually. Um, and again, like you said, it kind of feels like one of those old Full Moon mm-hmm. uh, yeah. kind of films. With that
1: esthetic the kind you would rent, blind rent. Y- yes, yes. Yeah.
0: And it, it, it's definitely a fun flick.
2: Nice pick, nice pick. All right, thank you. Uh, so now we're at 3 a.m. Let's get really fucking weird. Again, we just have a solid trailer block, okay? Prince of Darkness, trailer. They Live, trailer. Body Bags trailer, Village of the Damned trailer, and everyone's all pumped because they're like, oh shit, we're going to watch a John Carpenter movie. And instead – fuck you guys uh, (laughs) – instead I'm showing Trick or Treats from 1982 – Starring Peter Jason, who appears in all four of those movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bait and as, switch. A, as an escaped mental patient who at one point like dresses as a woman and you really you know, I was like I never realized I wanted to see Peter Jason dressed as a woman, and yet here it is, and it's what I've been waiting for my entire life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is at the point I would you'd probably get an, a, re, a reaction out of the crowd. And that's the best. You would either get. You, hopefully, you're not like passing out vegetables at the beginning. Cause.
1: What the fuck? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, I love Peter. The fact that you're throwing Peter Jason a, a, a portion. I love that. Have, have you ever seen? He was part of a. And actually, this is something you could even put in there as well. He's got a deodorant commercial. Um, it was one of those. I've had enough of Mr. Wrong. I'm on a look. It's Mr. Right, the old, yeah. and he is actually in. And there's like a scary version of a commercial of that, and it's Peter Jason in it. <laughs> Seriously, go to YouTube and scary check this one deodorant. out. It's amazing.
2: I 100 percent would put that in there. Oh my god, that's what.
0: And, and it me, frights sweat. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. And you're just like, looking like it's like shit. That's Peter Jason. That's like John Carpenter regular there. That's yeah. And and I actually that's when I haven't genius. Have you seen that? What trick-or-treats trick-or-treats
2: no yeah. i uh-huh. have not seen that one as I, so. na- i've never even heard of it and well that's the it best it is it is not great <laughs> but again it's three in the morning and you're a little bit loopy and you can handle not great it's like <laughs> it's not even an anthology but there's like four different stories going on this kid keeps playing mean-spirited pranks on his babysitter david Carradine literally fucking phones in a performance like he's only appearing on the phone um But all the stuff with Peter Jason is so nuts that uh, I recommend it. It might be streaming on Amazon Prime right now.
0: Uh, I'm going to have to put that. And that's the best thing also with the marathons when you are then finally approached with something you haven't seen ever. And then, of course, seeing it in the theater, either delirious, what have you. um, I'm going to have to put that on my list. Mm -hmm. Nice work. Nice work. So let us continue.
2: All right, it's 5 a.m. I want to wake everybody up a little bit. They're a little bit mad at me for showing trick-or-treats. Um, so this doesn't really tie into the theme that's coming up, but I wanted to show another short film, so I'm going to show The Legend of Beaver Dam. Are you guys familiar with that?
3: Mm-mm.
0: Is it like a Boggy Creek kind of thing?
2: Um, not exactly. Uh, it is, it's a Canadian short, and it's by the guy who would go on to make Stage Fright, the, uh, the musical slasher and it is also a musical it's a uh, they're telling stories around a campfire and it's a bunch of kids and they get attacked by this guy and it turns into a musical and it's amazing it is <laughs> so good when I bought my blu-ray of stage fright from I think Best Buy it came only if you bought a Best Buy it came with like a bonus DVD of the short because I haven't really been able to find it online Um I'm sure if I did some digging, it, you know, it's not on YouTube. I'll mm-hmm. say that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's amazing and it would, you know, wake everybody up because the music is really kick-ass too. And then we're going to watch trailer, the trailer for Motel Hell, followed by the trailer for Blood Diner, followed by the music video for Land of a Thousand Dances by Cannibal and the Headhunters. Um, and then we're going to watch from 2015, Gravy. Uh, Have either of you seen Gravy?
1: Gravy? No. It's no. called Gravy.
2: Yeah. So it is written and directed by James Roday, the guy, the lead from Psych. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Scream Factory put it out a couple of years ago, and it is very much in in keeping with Motel Hell and Blood Diner. It's a horror comedy about a restaurant, um, and after hours, a couple people show up who keep everyone prisoner in the restaurant and are cannibals. So we have the horror comedy connection, the cannibal connection. Uh, It's real gory. It goes way over the top. It's it's surprisingly fun. So I thought that would be a a nice way to kind of wake everybody up at 5 a.m
0: and uh, you've got my attention directly because it stars one of the McPoyle brothers genius it's
2: got one of the
1: McPoyles? yeah it's uh, a jimmy
0: simpson's in it so already i'm in
1: drinking milk and shit and breaking into songs. that'd be that'd be dope
0: and that's going to be a pure injection for you of energy because i know i know you you're one of those people like it's a McPoyle
1: bring me his eyes (laughs) (laughs)
0: well this is another one then that i have not seen so this is even better and actually based on that description i think i'm gonna have to check check that that out. out yeah that's I think something will be right up our alley.
2: It's uh, it's fun. Um, no, that's good. Actually, I'm glad that you know some of these are kind of new. Uh, 7 a.m. hits. I figure in my head, this marathon started on Friday night, so I'm thinking it's 7 a.m. Saturday morning. And I thought, well, shit, we gotta do Saturday morning cartoons. cartoons. So we do a block of The Flintstones meet Rockula and Frankenstone, followed by Garfield's Halloween Adventure, which Traumatized every kid Uh, followed of course by it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown So we do three 30-minute cartoons back-to-back and then we're at 9 a.m So we're going to watch uh, We got the trailer for mad monster party Followed by the trailer for the monster squad followed by the oingo boingo video for dead man's party again To sort of try to wake everybody up every once in a while. You got to kick people in the ass Uh, And then I'm gonna show the midnight hour
0: that's another one I'm not as familiar with. No
2: response. Okay. So oh, that yeah. Is, no, that's uh, is that a cartoon? It is not a cartoon. It is a uh, a made-for-TV movie from 1985. And when I say made-for-TV, you think, "Oh, that's not going to be very good." It's surprisingly intense for a made-for-TV movie. I think this was like sort of post-thriller. They were like, "Well, let's put horror on TV." The cast is amazing. It's like LeVar Burton and Sherry Belafonte and Dee Dee Pfeiffer and Peter DeLuise (laughs) and Kevin McCarthy and uh, Dick Van Patten. Um, Like almost everybody is somebody. And it's basically like it's Halloween night and a bunch of monsters show up and start taking over the town. Uh, (laughs) It's really fun.
0: Okay. I'm looking at it on IMDb and even the pictures itself. This does not look like something you would have seen on TV.
2: Like, no, it's surprisingly intense, and I don't think it's never had like a DVD release. Um, there are ways to see it online, um, uh, yeah. but there's a ton of music that I think they could never clear now.
0: That's another odd-looking one. Oh. That like that almost looks like it would pair with like the heartbeeps or something like that. Just like based on the like the, almost the makeup there, <laughs> like yeah. that looks uh, that's odd. That will definitely kind of weird you out nice and early in the morning. <laughs> Ugh, ugh.
2: It's a uh, it's a fun one. A lot of good like Halloween atmosphere. You know, that works. Nice. Um, nice. All right. Now it's uh, eleven. This is a pretty obvious one. Again, we're gonna watch the 1934 animated short, The Headless Horseman, followed by the trailer for Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter, an old Hammer film. Mm -hmm. followed by the judas priest video for some heads are gonna roll (laughs) and then uh we're gonna watch tim burton's sleepy hollow
1: (laughs) you know what the scariest thing about sleepy hollow was fucking christopher walking to them goddamn teeth like that that was terrifying (laughs)
2: like i I was like holy shit that's nightmare fuel right there yeah yeah and i want to say and i could be remembering this wrong I'm sure I am. I feel like when I went to see it I didn't know Christopher Walken was in it that he hadn't been in the Mm-mm. ads, but I could be remembering that wrong.
0: I it was a surprise when he yeah, showed up. Showed up. So I'm like, Holy Christopher, sure. Christopher I, Walken is right. the fucking yeah. I have not yeah, seen that in a while. Does it does it hold up? Have you it,
2: have you guys watched it here in a while? Uh, I just watched it pretty recently and I I I'm still a fan of it.
1: Yeah. Maybe about 3 4 years for me, but I remember still digging it.
0: Yeah. I just remember it being brutally violent, especially the fact that they had Ray Park playing the part of the headless horseman, fucking shit up when he was still riding high off the the Darth Maul days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I I need to revisit that one. That's uh, one I really I I remember really enjoying it. Um, Even the little uh, actually one of the and Lisa Marie is creepy beautiful in this
1: Mm -hmm. one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then she's floating up in the air and stuff. I always liked her. I've always liked Lisa Marie,
0: and she was in uh, We Are Still Here. Yeah, we not too long ago. Yeah, she was.
1: That's, that's right. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's another good. That movie. movie's great. Oh, that's good. And you got a bunch of like you know British character actors, and it just feels a lot like a Hammer film. So I thought it had mm-hmm. some good uh, atmosphere. And again, I'm just trying to sort of vary the tone every once in a while, so you don't get too much of anything. Um, so we kind of you know had done a horror comedy-ish, although Midnight Hour isn't actually very comedic. Um, also, and so I went to. Well, I was Go going on. to
0: say also this early in the morning, too, if you want to, you know, scare off the rest of the kids, technically Jeffrey Jones is in this film. So I'm, not just, <laughs> Ooh,
3: yeah. I'm just saying, I'm
2: just saying. <laughs> and Johnny Depp. So now all the women <laughs> <laughs> left. So
3: I think yeah, yeah this just is just us dudes. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> damn it, Patrick. Damn it. Uh,
2: yeah. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> all right. 1 p.m. Again, went kind of obvious showing the trailer for Blade Runner. Followed by the trailer for The Warriors, uh, followed by Jeremy Alnier's Murder Party. The
1: trailers were uh, and – you're showing Murder Party? Yeah. Uh, You know what? I have not seen that, but I've heard from multiple people that it needs to be seen. I heard it's great. What movie did he just recently do that was like –
2: He did uh, that one on Netflix that I haven't watched yet called Hold the Dark. Yeah. Ah, yes, 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 Before yes. Before that was Green, Green Room. Room yeah. Before that was Blue Ruin. Green, yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah. uh, and Murder Party down. is very different from his other movies. It's very comedic. Um, but yeah, if you if you had seen the movie. Um, the trailers make a lot more sense because you have a character dressed up as Pris from Blade Runner and another character dressed up as a baseball fury from The Warriors. So I just went, I didn't put a lot of thought into it. And (laughs) I was like, well, somebody will make this connection before the movie starts. I'm doing it for one person, basically. Uh, And Of course,
0: Macon Blair is in it. There we go.
2: Yeah. So we have uh, two movies left. Um, So now it's 3 p.m. Everyone's pretty loopy. I want to end with something big, so before I do that, I'm going to throw them one more shitty curveball. (laughs) uh, We're going to watch the trailers for The Birds, uh, the trailer for The Fog, and the trailer for The Lost Boys. And you ask, well, what do any of these movies have in common? Uh, The theme, of course, Bay Area horror, Uh, because then I'm showing Neon Maniacs.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> monsters that come out of the uh, Golden Gate Bridge uh, and yet can be killed by water. Water, like you- <laughs> Next to a body of what? Anyway. Uh, yeah, so that movie I think is goofy and fun. And again, I want something that's not really going to challenge the audience at this point because they've been awake for a long, long time. And then we're going to close out with something big. Uh, at 5 p.m. we see the trailer for Halloween, the trailer for The Terminator, And then we get the movie that combines those two films, and it's Adam Wingard's The Guest. Nice. Which uh, ends on a Halloween note, and uh, I just thought it would be fun if the last line of the 24-hour marathon was, What the fuck?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I still have probably one of my favorite, and this is embarrassing because it wasn't a theater-going experience, but it was just a screening. It was the first time I watched that movie. I was down here in the basement by myself watching it that moment happened you get the title of the guest and i no no one i just went yeah and it was just i i was responded because i was like well wow, that was such a good little flick mm-hmm. yeah. and it's one of the, our favorites Yo, definitely it's a fucking it's,
1: glorious glorious movie i thoroughly and enjoyed it's, that it's movie.
0: one of those those secret slashers the you know what happened to captain america went rogue yeah. you know it's uh, but also captures the spirit of halloween mhm yeah that's a hell of a lineup, man. That's i uh, I'm.
1: That's a lot of movies I haven't seen, and I would be like, "Ooh, okay, okay, cool. I dig those new experiences. You know, good, bad, or
2: indifferent about the movie. I dig seeing something new." Yeah, it can be a gamble sometimes because mm-hmm. if you're gonna invest in the twenty-four hours, sometimes you want a couple sure things. <laughs> so it's it's good to have some. I probably put a few too many newish movies or like underseen movies towards the end probably should have rewarded everyone with something (laughs) like trick or treat or you know something but uh, yeah I don't know I have no idea how this would go but it would be fun
0: there's an alchemy to it definitely definitely you know and again depending on the play to the audience but um, so I guess we'll go ahead and get things started on our end here. Thankfully, we only have a couple of repeats here, so we won't talk about them as often. Uh, but we're going to start things off here with a couple trailers of, and again, just low hanging fruit technically, and also no thought to these trailers. But uh, we're going to open things up with a, a little Harry Potter and the movie, tra- the trailer for Troll, <laughs> and as well as Troll Hunter, because our pick here, our first one we're going to kick off. We kind of went like the same way, something big, something encapsulates our
1: theme and family friendly. And that's mm-hmm. the
0: thing. And something that appeals to, you know, the 80s kids, the 90s kids. Uh, but we're going to open up things with Ernest Scared Stupid.
1: Wow. Yeah. Very nice. Because it's, it's, we kind of, we had, I think Ernest Scared Stupid opening up for us is kind of encapsulate what our theme is. Because our theme for this list was all Halloween, the holiday based, and um, we wanted to make it weird and funny and there's some genuine good scares in it and so like kind of like what we're going to
0: show so this is the menu yeah Plus, the the troll in it is, he's kind of scary. He's
1: fucking frightening. He's all like <laughs> gross and shit. He's got like two noses, I think. Yeah, no, fuck all that
0: shit. And I believe, I think that was it the Achotio brothers? Did they mm-hmm. put that together? Mm-hmm. And then
1: every time I see that troll, I just want to go, ee, 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 you." Just.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a man of a, a dozen voices there. <laughs> so that, we're going to kick things off there. Genius, what are we going with next?
1: The next one we're going to do is uh, the trailers are going to be Satan's Little Helper and nice. Bad Channels. Because of fucking Greg's fucking metal, we are going back to the barn.
0: We decided. We figured. Ultimately, we kind of went a little family friendly, and then the barn, like you mentioned, it is just a lot of fun, and it's one of those that's not necessarily truly terrifying, but definitely a next level scare. So if you've got some of the younger kids now, they can kind of shuffle off, and maybe this is where the brave, you know, eight to twelve year olds will kick in, see this one, <laughs> and also again just how it plays to kind of an eighties audience. So that's why we yep. were going on that with the second one, and like, and I'll be honest, I was, you know not even looking at the peaks and valleys here on this one, so I think we've got a pretty good balance, but uh, our next little thing we're opening with here, we're going to open with the trailers for uh, Maximum Overdrive, Uh, so we're going to try to scare the hell out of you. (laughs) Uh, And then the teaser trailer of American Werewolf in London, which is where it's just all black, and then you just get the little red puddle. And then... Which is so good Uh, and the reason we're including this next title is because we just screened it as part of Monday Mystery Movie Night and seeing it with a crowd just feeling how people reacted to it you can't go wrong with Silver Bullet.
1: Oh, very nice! Yeah. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Busey. I'm here on Halloween. We're gonna fight <laughs> werewolves, just like <laughs> Jesus Christ of <Palomina. laughs> Piss on the Yankees. Just fucking that movie is great.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: it's great. Piss on the Yankees. Piss, Piss on,
1: on the Yankees. Yankees. Piss on the clattery. Piss on the man. Yeah. You can't play managers, goddamn it! You know, just fucking, <laughs> just like Gary Busey, just running around, going like, like, what are you gonna kill the silver bullet? How about a werewolf? I, that yeah. movie is so great, and the fact that. Like you, they fight the Busey fights the werewolf on
2: Halloween, fucking is glorious. Doesn't Busey throw out in that movie like something about vanishing like a virgin on prom night? Yeah, yeah, he, goes, he oh. recycles that shit in point break. I'm like, so that's just a straight Buseyism. Yep.
0: <laughs> I think Busey took a lot of things from his own personal life into that role, whether it's you know the wardrobe. Busey's
2: just... always
1: ad lib because <laughs> I think he really wanted two sub uh, two meatball sandwiches,
2: <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think <laughs> you don't. Give me two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and also, I guess that one also is, uh, I know, uh, Heather Wixon, obviously. I know she's a big fan of that one as well. So we want to make sure. We couldn't necessarily throw in Howling 2, but we figured, you know, Silver Bullet's kind of a, a good little... Can't go wrong with Busey. <laughs> no, so. Next trailer's there, Genius. Okay, the next trailer's...
1: <laughs> we're showing Evil Dead, the original, and we're teaming that up with Night of the Lepus. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're showing... um. A little bit of Donnie Darko, a little, oh, going yeah. little nice. old school, I and like the, the reason nice I'm including night of the Leibas reference. That well, month. you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but this is um, re- I had a chance to see this one also in the theater recently. Uh, we finally uh, here at the Alamo Drafthouse went back, kicked off 35 millimeter again, and we debuted with a 35 millimeter screening of Donnie Darko, and the particular print that we screened had a little bit of character to it. You know, and with Donnie Darko kind of aping the 80s, then you added that really kind of that, almost that filter, if you will, on the 35 millimeter projection, it really played a little bit differently, um, which really affected my, and it's one of those films that I can go come or go with. I really dug it when I first saw it. I got a little bit older and, eh, you know, but seeing it in the theater like that with a lot of people, someone showed up in a Frank costume, nice. man, it, yeah, it was just one of those that made me reevaluate the film, but also just shows you what you can do with a theater with a movie in a theater and again that just that communal experience and it's it 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 actually I put that one in here just like a couple days ago. I was like, nope, this one's going out, this one's going in. And
1: it's a Halloween yeah. one. I mean yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's total Halloween. Okay, the next one. We're going to it, it's yeah. exactly what you think it is the trailer for pieces and mm-hmm. then we're going into the trailer for Squirm.
0: We are going to show A little ooey gooey movie called Slugs. Oh, yes. And this one, definitely a tangential Halloween connection. There is mention of a Halloween party. So, you know, you definitely don't get that. But at this point, this is going to definitely be that 3 a.m. screening. So much like you said, much like you said, this is where we're going to get a little bit weird. Um, and this is also again by the uh, you know the was it the director of pieces with this one yeah, yeah. and Wanted which is care, which is just in and of itself another film that is just crazy. But this is a <laughs> this is a film though that I can only imagine a movie like this if you kind of wake up if you're dozing in and out and you get some of those ooey gooey. You know, especially the restaurant scene, you know, just is kind of the centerpiece. <laughs> but that's like, you know, the justification of movies like that. I just always want to imagine someone dozing in and out and just how much that would mess with them, which isn't in and of itself more of a genius thing, but something I can definitely <laughs> get behind <laughs> on that one. <laughs> so next bit of trailers there, genius. OK,
1: so for this one, um, <laughs> we're giving we're getting the craft because it's the weird ones. And it's family friendly, but we're going with the witches for the next trailer. Very so if you nice. Put those two together, the craft and the witches. We're going hocus pocus. Okay. Because, you know, we figured it's about time, you know, it's uh, at this point in time. It's, or it's early in the next morning and kind of like the Saturday morning thing. So
0: it's a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. It's a little
1: right, family right, friendly because right. we're going to get weird here pretty soon.
2: <laughs> From slugs. <and> <laughs> <Elvis> <laughs> Focus. <laughs> right. Holy cow. You better hand out neck braces. <laughs> well,
0: dare I say, you know, there was no equine reference we could make for Sarah Jessica Parker because we're not like that. And plus, she is just beyond beautiful in that film. Like, I always crushed hard on her with that one there but ultimately this is kind of the the first of a trilogy for us because our next group of trailers are going to start with uh eyes of fire which is one that we saw as a trailer as part of the trailer trauma yeah compilation a movie we'd never seen like, what the fuck is this and then we're following it with that uh, we're going to live deliciously with the trailer of the witch but we are going to transition from literal witches to irish witches and we're going to screen the one though i should say the halloween movie we're going to watch is halloween three season of the witch
1: very nice. It's almost time, kids. <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we you know, we did a commentary track for this, just kick things off, I'm obviously. You,
1: it's- it, Tom Atkins drinks so much, we made the joke that we can call that the Atkins diet. The Tom Atkins diet, just just the knocking them back.
0: And talking about knocking them back.
1: Yeah. It's
2: yeah of a couple of years ago, we did a commentary for Halloween 3, and I think the joke that we seized upon was tom atkins is constantly making phone calls um and that tom atkins fucks everything in that movie
0: <laughs> he probably fucked one of those robot hey the minute he punched it in the stomach he probably got the idea like well any port in a right
1: i probably fuck it Or maybe drink with it shit i didn't even be one of those robo guys yeah.
0: It's and, and actually, and we kind of posed this question as well. Um, Patrick, when do you think the not the consensus, but you know, obviously, I think
1: the turnaround,
0: yeah, with Halloween 3 was it when what do you think like time frame was like when people
1: started digging it and
2: like, yeah, appreciating it? It does feel like it's been within like the last 10 years or so. Yeah. Um, maybe the Scream Factory Blu ray had a lot to do with it. I feel like. The timing of a lot of the turnarounds seems to coincide with Scream Factory putting something out. And I don't know if that's because people are finally seeing it or because they're revisiting it for the first time in many years because it's now out on Blu-ray from Scream Factory. But it seems like – I feel like it was maybe a couple years before that the cool kids were starting to say, like, Halloween 3 is really good. Mm -hmm. And then by the time the Scream Factory Blu-ray came out, I feel like everyone had kind of come around on it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and we're trying to figure out when that happens because we're, we're, we're as we're joking with Anya, we're trying to figure out when Halloween Curse of Michael Myers will receive that same. But actually, I mean, there is a growing contingent out there, and that's mm-hmm. the beauty of the internet, just, again, fandom in general. Um, so then the third of our little trilogy here, I think we're going to finish things off here, Genius. Okay, so we're
1: going with this... The, the, Terribly scary Rutger Hauer in The Hitcher. And The Hand That Rocks the Cradle with Rebecca De Mornay. She's fucking mean in that one. I forgot yeah. how... I just saw that. She's mean. Winston Lookout. Exactly. Uh, so if you put those two together, you, you get The Guest. Just another secret
0: slasher... And we, like we said earlier, a fucking fantastic movie. And caps yeah. off when you finally, that end scene when you actually get the three silver shamrock masks. In the background, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is the first time I saw that. I remember I, I had to pause it and go back and go, wait, is that really? Did I just see that? And it certainly was because, again, Wingard and Barrett, they're, if anything, they're just nerds like us but very talented. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> then we're next group of trailers here again, kind of in the home stretch. Um we're going to go with the trailers for Dead Time Stories, which is also another film that actually has a really great, kind of like with TerrorVision has a great catchy theme that starts everything off. Uh, and then we're going to then go the trailer from Tales from the Dark Side. And again, it's low-hanging fruit, but um, Michael Doherty's trick-or-treat.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Very nice.
0: Which I haven't looked at. I haven't picked up the new Blu-ray release. Patrick, have you looked at that yet? I have not no. Okay, I I need to pick it up because I know of all the the supplemental material that's on there, of course, which is the main reason I'm going to buy
1: it. And and that's trick or treat is um, it has to be a Halloween watch for me. I mean, this is one of those ones where like, yeah, I got to watch it at least in
0: October. I think Sam comes and comes at you you if you don't.
1: don't. Yeah, Yeah, he'll tear your (laughs) shit up. Okay, so the next <laughs> the next one, we're going off the rails. Yeah. We're going totally off the rails. Public cleanser. But we're sticking with the Halloween theme. We're going with <laughs> Diary of a Mad Black Woman, an, mm-hmm. urban, an urban Legend. So we're mm-hmm. going with Boo, a Medea mm-hmm. Halloween. Now, I'm debating whether one or two. Personally, I kind of like the second one a little bit better. But I think the first one made a little bit more money. Now, I'll be honest, I've seen every single fucking Medea movie in the theater opening weekend. I love Medea movies. They're the best. And so when you're like, hey, we're putting together a movie marathon about Halloween, I'm like, dude, we got to put on Medea Halloween. <laughs> it's not the best Medea movie, but it's Halloween and it's a Medea movie. So, <laughs>
2: hallelujah, you know? <laughs> I, uh, that would definitely get a reaction from
0: the audience. <laughs> Again, that's more of a palate cleanser there. And it's, you know, about 1 p.m. The, the
1: hardcore horror fans would probably walk out. Oh, uh, boo this man! Or, like, just eat it with a spoon. One of the two. That, there's, that's going to be the divis- divisive one out of all these movies. It's going to be fucking boom Medea Halloween. That's why we
0: put it near the end there.
3: <laughs>
0: so we're going to definitely uh, treat everyone here for our last two. So the, our, my, the second to last group of trailers here, I'm going to kind of wake everyone up. We're going to. I'm a metalhead, so we're going to show the trailers of Black Roses and the trailer for The Gate. And then we're going to. It's going to be basically a trick or treat sandwich with, b- b- you know, boo in the middle there. But the you, in 1986 mm-hmm. trick or treat heavy metal horror classic, which.
2: Sammy
1: Kerr, baby. <sighs> yep, give everybody Ragman. Uh license Wet. plates and like or give everybody headphones and walkmans and shit
0: don't give them the yeah no not that mixtape though not <laughs> yeah, the no, mixtape
1: no. i made you a mixtape yeah <laughs> so like, weird
0: that is a weird one and that's another one we we're uh lucky enough to see on a 35 millimeter which played like crazy and we actually um here in the kansas city area it's a weird kind of claim to fame uh but we've got a guy his name's eric mellon and he's like an air guitar like world champion and he came up and introduced everything, and he like air-guitared behind me. It was pretty epic. It was awesome. It's like the most metal I've ever felt.
2: <laughs> That's a movie that if it could get like a proper release, I think a lot of people would fall in love with.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I agree. I agree. It's shout factory. Sammy Kerr would be on top of the charts, man. That's right. Yeah. So, Genius, what are we closing out here? 5 p.m. Okay. So, we're closing everything out. We've had everything to do with Halloween. And so, how can we... Um, top off. How can we top off the the night and encapsulate everything we wanted to say and just kind of wish everybody else a happy Halloween? So we're going with Pumpkin Head for the trailer and Creepshow for the trailer. And we're capping everything off, a nice little cherry on top with Tales of Halloween.
2: Very nice.
0: I figure it's appropriate since you started with that. I'm glad that we ultimately finished with that. And (laughs) there's nothing more that can be said that we said about it. Please go out and see it. And ultimately... I you know what the best part about this is I now actually have a list of films that I am going to now incorporate yep. into my October viewing, you know, whether they are a part of a marathon or not. Um but man, this is number 1 again. Thank you very much Patrick for number 1 taking the time to talk with us, but also that was an amazingly detailed, and extensive marathon lineup. Yes, it with was. The, with the trailers, I, I put
2: way too much thought into it.
0: <laughs> no, are you kidding? That like you—it made it that much better. You couldn't see the smile on my face, but every like everything you say, I'm like, God, that's
1: really good. Like I would—I was playing along too with like the nerd I'm so, like I'm uh, like, okay, this uh-huh. one and this one and this one and that. One. Uh, oh yeah, good call. <laughs> yeah, no. Bravo, dude! <laughs> well, thank
0: you. And again, if uh, if any of our listeners out there, if you don't have a theater that is, um, you know, putting together any kind of a horror marathon or horror content, seek them out, ask them to do it, or <laughs>
1: or if you don't want to do it, and go out do one yourself. That's all
0: right. Do it at home. Um, so again, Patrick, where can our listeners find you? Uh, find all the good scary goodness of this October.
2: Uh, over at FThisMovie.com. uh on Twitter at FthisMovie, or I'm at Patrick Bromley, and I'll share stuff that I write for other <laughs> sites there
0: excellent excellent again thank you very much for doing this man we do appreciate
2: it Mm -hmm. it was a blast thank you guys it's always a good time indeed indeed so uh
0: until next week when we will be giving our review of the new uh halloween 2018 Mm -hmm. halloween 2.5 uh whatever we are calling it halloween 18 indeed (laughs) so until that time this is greg d i'm genius mcgee and we will see you in your dreams